Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello. Once again, they've let me talk first. (laughs) Much like finding the perfect shirt on the clearance rack, today we're going to find the perfect movie in the half-off bin. I know. Let me stop you here because I know the movie. It's a movie about these animals that take over a vessel, and then Sam Jackson goes, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. No. Damn. Incorrect. Incorrect. I feel like I've watched the wrong movie yet again. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> I have drama and romance. I have action adventure and a reason to not want Elaine to have to talk first because she's on her phone. <laughs> I was getting something out of our email account. Oh, okay. All right. Every week, every week each of us picks a selection from our movie genre that we think is underappreciated. You won't find any of these movies in a top ten, ten list. list. But maybe by listening to our podcast, you'll find a new perspective. <laughs> nice. Today's pick is Elaine's Deep Blue Sea. Now, I got to say here, hold on a minute. I got to hit the pause button because usually Tony reads that and he lost his note. So My we were... note. <laughs> <laughs> I have one note. I lost He's it. got one note. He's Tony got one note. It. He writes it to himself, puts it in his locker. Put a stamp on it. Do you like me? Check but yes he lost no. it. And this time he had to do it from memory. And I want to say good job, Tony. Hey. Good hey. job, Tony. Hey. Hey. I take stuffing for payment. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag stuffing. Hashtag yo mom, where's the stuffing? <laughs> so... I didn't talk to mom about the stuffing. Ooh. <gasps> but I will. Because I see a lot of this, but I'm not seeing a lot of stuffing. Exactly. So today on the podcast, we talk 1999's Party Legs 99. <laughs> uh, Deep Blue Sea. I remember 1999. It was a good year. It was a quality year. You want to know what came out that year? Deep Blue Sea. Wow. Also, um,. That Prince song didn't come out, but I heard it a lot that year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So this movie, Deep Blue Sea, is fantastic, and I don't know why people don't love it. On the... Okay. On the Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 57 tomato meter score and an audience score of 38%. You know, that's actually kind of high for they were, movies that we do. Yeah, no, for the critics, yes, but the audience was <clears throat> super harsh on... The uh, on the old Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a five point eight out of ten on IMDb, and then a fifty four Metascore from the critics. Hmm. All right. It was uh, they they didn't really seem to care for it. I mean, some people thought it was okay, but uh, not others, which was unfortunate because they are all wrong. I'd like to read a couple reviews here. But that's like your opinion, man. <laughs> Quote the dude. This is a review by a gentleman named Noah. Noah M. He says, while it may not be Jaws, Deep Blue Sea is still a fun little shark thriller thanks to its realistic animatronic shark's creepy score and a few good thrills and surprises. I agree. And then uh, there was another one by Martin Solin. This is the best review. Fucking Badass Sharks. Really good movie. <laughs> that's it. That's all he's got. Well, all right. that's, that's deep. Enough. <laughs> that is enough. Hey, sometimes you don't need to use a lot of words. 
So, uh, yeah. Sparsity. This is a movie about fucking badass sharks. This was directed by Rennie Harlan. He's a really, really prolific director. The Rennie Harlan? Yes. The Rennie Harlan of Nightmare on Elm Street 4 <gasps> Dream Master. Nice. What? Didn't he also do... I'm sure you get the list, so go ahead. Would you like to hear the list? Yeah, These are if the I'm ones wrong, I don't want to put that out in the universe. These are the ones I care about. Okay. So, 1988, Dream Master. Okay. 1990, Die Hard 2. That was what I was going to ask, if he did Die Hard 2. Which is... Mo no one ever watches and no one ever talks about, but not a bad movie. Well, it's the worst one, except for five. This yeah. The worst, but not the worst movie he directed, that was 1990's The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. No, you're wrong. You are wrong, sir. <laughs> you are, oh, we're doing that. Oh, I forgot that movie existed. <laughs> Holy shitballs, mom. We're doing that movie. Right. Also, Cliffhanger, Cl Cutthroat Island, The Long Kiss Goodnight, Driven, and Mindhunters, also starring LL Cool J. <laughs> wow. So, Mr. Rock and Roll Detective. Mindhunters is a really good movie. Have you seen that? I'm going to do Fort Fairlane quotes the whole podcast well, now. I, I, I have never night, heard of that. Island. It stars Andrew Cut Dice Island is a really terrible movie from 1995. Is that the one with Gina Davis? Yes. Oh. She's like a pirate. It's. I remember it fondly, but I'm never going to watch it again because I know it's terrible. No. But you should... Mindhunters is good. It's okay. with Val Kilmer and... Is that a space movie? No, it's about uh, profilers, uh, serial killer profilers. They're like in school to learn how to... They work for the FBI. They're in school learning how to profile serial killers. We're going to do that movie. Val Kilmer's their teacher. And then this is like their final assignment. Oh, no, one of them's a murderer and kills them all. Hmm. Spoilers. Sounds cool. Yeah. The I only like spoiler Kilmer. is... Kristen Slater's in it. Really? Yeah. Wait, and, Val Kilmer, L. Cool J. And the guy Chris that, Slater in a movie and, and I didn't hear about it. And the guy that plays yeah. um, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Jeremy something. Or the guy from Train Spotting. Which, by the way, Train Spotting 2 looks awesome. I've <laughs> never seen Train Spotting. What? I made it halfway through that movie and I had to turn but it off. But anyways, Mindhunter's a good Two movie. Bucks. I really okay. like well, it. We'll check it out. All right, well. <laughs> it has some creepy puppet stuff in there, too. All right. Um, I'm going to describe this movie later. I'm going to quote Ford Fairlane. Remind me. <laughs> okay. I also want to point out, there's two. There's three writers credited. Some guy named Duncan Kennedy, never really written anything interesting. And then a writing duo, Donna and Wayne Powers. And they wrote the screenplay to The Italian Job. Good flick. I know. I agree. Okay. So, this movie, basically... Hi, I'm going to need your shirt and your truck. Sure, have my virginity, too. If it's on the menu. So this, this is the best is line that, of the Italian is that job. Real? Yes. <laughs> it's from the Italian job. Which clearly I haven't seen. You <laughs> should, it's really great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, so Deep Blue Sea though oh, is yeah, the movie yeah. about the scientists that are trying to cure Alzheimer's and Which is a noble cause. Sharks don't get degenerative brain diseases, so they make the sharks super smart so they can harvest more protein and oh no, the sharks are super smart and kill them all. That's not how brains work. That's pretty much this movie. But that's not how brains work. They, they say I'm, they made their brains bigger, so now they're smarter. That's not how brains work. I don't really it's body care. Body brain ratio. That's, so going into this movie, Carly, what did you think? I thought nothing. Honestly, I had no idea what this movie was so about. So you were just blank. You're like, yeah, movie. I really, I was like, it's something to do with the ocean. <laughs> good guess. Wow. Good guess. Good guess. That's the extent of my knowledge. That's, wow. That's really all I have. That's deep, Carly. Uh, it's terrible. Um, okay. Next. <laughs> I really wasn't expecting oh. the sharks. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, wow. so. What? what? I don't Wait. know why. <laughs> you 
this is the girl that we went to see Godzilla with, and she was like, he breathes fire? <laughs> oh, right. He's a lizard? No, she yells, he breathes everybody, fire. Everybody, like, loudly in the theater. Everybody in the theater laughed at me. <laughs> it's the best thing that I've ever heard of. See why we have her on the podcast, folks? Because you just can't get this kind of blind. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to have a newborn baby to have this kind of blind <laughs> knowledge of nothingness. John, before Movie wise anyway. Before no this thing. rewatch? Oh, um before the rewatch or originally? Before the rewatch. Before the rewatch I'd seen a plethora of times. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew exactly what to expect and was looking forward to L O Cool J giving the perfect recipe for an omelette. Okay. <laughs> Tony thoughts? Uh Going in, I mean, I've seen this movie a million times. Uh, I love horror type movies, so I'm, I was on board from the start. Okay. I saw Let's... it in the theater. <laughs> I think I might have as well. Yeah. I don't think Did I, I saw see that with you. Theater. No. Okay. Not moving on. 1999. <laughs> Quickly, move on. <laughs> Danger, right. Will Robinson. So this stars the Punisher, and um, well, one of them. Yeah. The the only one I know. Whoa. Well, there's been quite a few. Fine. This stars Mickey Mantle. <laughs> Thank you. Sir Thomas Jane. No, he's not a sir. He's, he's in British. my book. But Thomas Jane. Saffron Burroughs, who I've never seen here, in anything else. <sighs> who? Saffron Burroughs. She's you, you Doctor. Who's in Troy? I know she is. No, I, I, looked her, I looked her up, and I was like, wow, I haven't seen any of this shit. She's Hector's wife in Troy. Yeah. That's the only thing yeah. I've ever seen. I, she was in... I uh, looked at it and I'm like, shit. I can't remember who she played in Troy. I know she was in Troy. I know she was in Troy. I've seen that movie recently. Oh, like, she had a minor role. And I'm like, I can't remember. She, she sucks. Like, uh, That's a good movie, too. We should uh, do Troy. Mine, so I like the ending of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on. <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> you, got, you got a time cop situation? Um. Time cop? You've never seen it. How would you know? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> See, like Call an elephant, back. like right, an elephant. Right. So, the movie starts. Don't look at me when you talk like that. Makes me feel weird. <laughs> the movie starts, and we get some watery company logos, which I like. the The fun entrance mm -hmm. with the watery, like in water. It feels like, like it should be Tony's movie. The way this thing starts. <laughs> Really, uh, the way it started, I was like, "Oh, oh, this is that kind of movie." <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is technically a horror movie. Like you wanted to hear this kill, is kill, kill, kill. a science fiction. <laughs> this is what this is a science fiction horror movie, but it's not really that scary, and I love it. It's kind of scary. It. it just depends. But yeah, so you get some really really scary music. There's some great atmospheric music in this score. They really do it well. And those girls can't dance. It makes a big difference when they do a good score that... You know when they shoot those, they don't play the music, they put that in later? So right there, at that scene, they're dancing to nothing. So, well, good quality impressive. acting then. Yeah. I don't know. Her dancing is terrible. So, we got a bunch... We got two couples on a boat. Random white people. Drinking, making out, out on the water. I don't know. They both look like they were trying to get some, and the girls wanted to, like, hang out, which yeah. I hate when that happens. They weren't drunk yeah. enough yet, I guess. Although... And Don't get so drunk that you, you get him, raped on a boat. Take them international. Hey, and this seems like a good time to bring back our public service announcement. Fellas, asleep means no. And don't rape. And don't rape. <laughs> Ladies, don't rape either. It's not okay. Don't go in international waters with dudes. So something bumps the boat. And they're like, what's that? And there's a couple more bumps. It wasn't the old bumping grind. What's <laughs> that? What's that? All of a sudden, 
giant shark comes crashing through the middle of the boat, and they all fall in the water. One then, of the falls in the water I thought was fantastic. It was like the guy fell back into the chick and hit her in the head, and I was laughing. Yeah, you almost <laughs> thought maybe that wasn't planned. <laughs> <laughs> then they're trying to climb back in the boat, and they can't get in the boat, and they're screaming, and you see the shot of the shark coming at them, and it reminded me of the screaming eels from the Princess Bride. <laughs> because she's screaming, it's coming right at her, and just like in the Princess Bride, they're saved at the last minute. Because old Thomas Jane... He's not old in this. Well, I didn't mean like old man. Okay, fine. So Carter, oh well, young Thomas Carter with the harpoon gun hits him twice and takes out the shark. Dun 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 dun. Which I really didn't expect to happen. I thought that all those people were (laughs) going to die, die. and then we the movie was going to start in the aftermath of this shark killing all those people and destroying their boat. No, but apparently they couldn't keep them quiet because it made the press. Because we go right to our next scene, which is a helicopter, and uh, Dr. McAllister, or I've termed her Dr. Evil in my notes. No, well, way too much hair. Because she's, she's pretty terrible, evil, terrible person. She's not a terrible person. She's on the f- side of good. She's brought to a meeting where she's not dressed appropriately at all. Why is she not dressed appropriately? Okay, so if you have to go suck up to the money men, you should at least be wearing clothes that fit you. Not like something that looks like you're on the way to the gym, or it's laundry. Well... This shows the money men that she is not going to spend Sloppy her money that Sloppy and way. doesn't care about them. <laughs> no, she's so focused Sloppy on the work. Sloppy and doesn't care about them. Focused on the work. she's a terrible person. She's a terrible person. Inappropriate. She's a terrible person. Oh, no. Vin Diesel spins oh, drink no. on someone to get his seat instead of saying, excuse me, I'll see you for a minute. Oh, but she's no. a terrible person. I saw that coming. <laughs> she's a terrible Okay, okay. Are it's, you? It's that kind of party. Go ahead. <laughs> How long have you been in love with Saffron Burroughs? When they try come yeah. out, I'm trying. She's pretty cute. I'm not I don't know. I'm not really in. She looks like Tony's ex-girlfriend. So. Thank you. <laughs> she does look just like Tony's type. So she's explaining to um, the gentleman at Chimera Pharma, or Pharmaceutical, that... Um, By the way, I love the Chimera reference, yeah. but there needed to be a Bellerophon. Okay. No? You don't get it? Uh, it's fine. I do get it. It's a reference to a drug, Chimera. No, and no, no. anti... You're, you're quoting, you're thinking Mission Impossible, but you should be thinking Ancient Greece, but close enough. It's a reference to a drug, <laughs> and it's antidote in Mission Impossible, which is a reference to Ancient Greece. There you go. And Bellerophon is the hero that Bellerophon. killed the Chimera. Mm. I know. The Chimera, if you want to pronounce it like it's spelled. Anyways. Chimera. So it's the Chimichanga. <laughs> All right, so they want to pull the plug on this whole project because the publicity's bad. They haven't had any results. And she pretty much begs them that she's like, we're so close. And then she tells her a little sob story about living with someone with Alzheimer's because apparently her dad had Alzheimer's and she had explained over and over that her mom died, which I really think you could probably just lie and say she's I thought before. so too. <laughs> but, but she's not a horrible person, so she wouldn't lie to her father like that. Instead, she tells him every day how his wife died. I don't think it's I can tell terrible. him every day. I know. She's just like, a terrible she's person. She's just out. <laughs> but apparently, she needs more time. They're so close. And apparently, whatever she says after they cut is convincing because our next scene is another plane. And this time, it Four is... Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of points where I was like, back to this, back to this, back to this, back to this. Mm-hmm. It, really, it really wants to be Jurassic Park. Yeah. But it just can't quite line it up. So it's Jurassic Park 
We got in the, the water. We got the genetic yeah. creatures. One gets out. It does. They got a cover. I was kind of waiting for scientists to come and okay the research at the place. (laughs) Well, they went so far as to get Sam Jackson. Yeah. Well. Hold on to your butts. I was waiting for, um, what's the guy's name? The guy uh, who steals the the shaving cream guy. Oh, um, Newman? Mm. Well, no, not his name. (laughs) I know. Yeah, we'll just call him. his real name. I can't remember his real name. (laughs) Anyway. Newman. (laughs) Yeah, Newman. (laughs) So, Dr. Evil and Mr. Franklin, Frank L. Samuel... Uh, are on a plane and they're chit-chatting and they make reference to him being involved in some kind of Alps disaster. The Himalayas. Some kind of hiking incident maybe. They don't really get very specific at this point. They just make reference to it. I like that about it. Um, but they land and all, and they're, uh, they land and they're on Aquatica, which is this... The scene of our story, the set, the setting of our story, which was a abandoned, or not abandoned, I guess, uh, an old World War Two submarine, war, submarine base, mm-hmm. that an atoll, uh, an atoll <laughs> yeah, an atoll, <laughs> and uh, that they bought from the military because military aren't using it, and then they refitted it with pens for the sharks and underwater labs, and that's Aquatica, which is its name, and so they land there and. Franklin makes a joke about tattoo, which falls flat, which is funny because well, it falls flat. she says Fantasy Island. She says mm-hmm. Fantasy Island. Mm-hmm. So when he jokes about Fantasy Island, she doesn't get it. I'm yeah. like, well, you're too fucking <laughs> stupid to breathe. You can't make a joke about something and not get the reference to it. The joke was that they didn't get the joke. It wasn't funny. It but it was funny that it wasn't funny because we all get that reference and no, that's why it was funny. It makes me not care when she gets killed later. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jan. Be nicer to Janice. You're calling her Dr. No, Janice. No, no, no. Janice is... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Janice is in the, the tower. Plane. Okay. No. Janice Soprano? Yeah, she is. She's in the tower. No. Her name in this is not her the name is, lady. No, it's it's no. the brown hair no. lady. No, the lady in the tower, Brenda, oh, played Janice on The Sopranos, okay. and that's how she'll be remembered forever, like Newman. Which is why the blonde lady who so plays Janice dies, I don't care. in the movie, I refer to as Jan, because every time I think Janice, I also think Brenda, the woman in the tower. However. He doesn't say it to Dr. Evil. He says it to Jan. You can't call her that. Because Jan comes up Mm -hmm. and Dr. Evil passes, is just like, here, show him around and walks off. Because, again... She's focused on the work. She's a terrible person and doesn't know properly how to suck up to the people that pay your paychecks. She's got mutant sharks to make. Yeah. Yeah, you know. She already made them. Like you do. (laughs) And then, uh, so she they're really walking. This woman. <laughs> so Jan says, "Come on, I'll show you around." And they're walking along the pens, and then we see old Mickey Mantle in the water, Thomas swimming. Jane. Thomas Jane Franklin. Carter. Carter. Franklin. Swimming. Carter. And oh Carter no, Blake. there's a shark. And it's fu- and, and I said, "What the fuck is wrong with that guy?" <laughs> well, so yeah. did so did Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Franklin. I call him Aquaman because that motherfucker's so comfortable in the water. If mm-hmm. there was a shark in the water, I wouldn't go anywhere near this. Well, place. his job is shark wrangler, so oh, re- it's crazy though. <laughs> no. And but then he'll then he'll just sit and hang with his feet in the water, talking to him. I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of the water. <laughs> it's right there. Well, they don't really like the taste of us. If yeah. they bite you, they think you're just a fat seal. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. 
But, I've seen it a um, times. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped ahead, sorry. No, but so Franklin freaks out because there's a shark in the water, but Carter just does a cool little hip, Spin hip out thing. <laughs> he shrimps to the side. He jukes. He jukes <laughs> left, and he grabs him by his dorsal fin and then wiggles a license you plate out You don't grab another teeth. man's dorsal fin. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that was a shark, it's not a man's. Oh, okay. And sorry. that could have been a lady shark. I don't know. I got... Most, I mean, the smart ones were all females, but they didn't no, they say, didn't. They didn't say. Uh, There's two Gen ones and one Gen two. So the Gen ones, a male and a female, because they had a baby, hence Gen two. But and the baby was a female. They kept referring to them as females. They referred to the Gen repeatedly. Whenever they said she, they I thought they were specifically referring to Gen to the Gen two shark. But there was a male and a female from Gen 1, because that's how you get a Gen 2. Carly, I don't know if you know this, but the man put something in the lady, (laughs) and the lady grows it into a baby. That's how babies are made. I'm not going to lie to you. I I had a hard time watching this movie because it kept skipping, and I think I missed quite a bit. Uh, But when they said Gen 1 and Gen 2, I didn't... For some reason, it didn't occur to me that it was they mated them and had a, had a baby. I thought it was like, this was test round number one, and this was test round number two. It could be either one. After we learned say. more. <laughs> no. So yeah, I didn't... You may, not, you may not want to chance the genetics. Yeah, they may want to dictate the genetics. See, that's I don't how you know. interpret it. I really don't know. They never really say outright, I don't think. I really, I really I don't, don't know. know. Wow, look at that. We found learned something new. Look, I was have to read the comic. Okay. The, you cool. always assumed what? Oh, I assumed the day I'd had the baby. Yeah, me too. But you never know. It could be Gen 1, Gen 2. But Carly brings in her weird perspectives. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But, I like it. So we're going to go with Carly's version. But Jan says... <laughs> I'm, I'm not, though. No. But Jan says... Jan says a great Denial. line to Franklin after Carter gets the license plate out. It was Louisiana, by the way. Which um, was the same license plate they had from Jaws. Jan says to Franklin, really? beneath yeah. its glassy surface, a world of gliding monsters. I really like that line. I like that one too. I looked it up because I thought it was somebody else's. Because I was like, she didn't come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> there is, a stolen, there, there is a stolen famous line in this movie. Oh yeah? We'll get to that later. Okay. I'll probably forget though. And then, so. and, then cool she, and then you look up and on the top of a tower, we finally get another dude peeing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she tells she Pee tells break. Franklin that the there's the Keep genius, <laughs> Doctor Jim Whitlock, and Franklin's like, how smart can he be? He's pissing into the wind. So all so Doctor Jim Whitlock played, of course, by Stellan Skarsgård. Skarsgård, which we all know famously from um, Friends. Well, I mean, no, not Friends. <laughs> No, no, no. I was like, what character was he in Friends? The no, dude is on Michael Rappaport. Yeah, Michael Rappaport. Uh, I would have been cast him being in Friends. Everybody was in Friends. So. No, Michael uh, Rappaport so was in Friends. He played Gary, the cop that shot a bird. Right. No, yes. um, I was thinking about th- um, the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are like Friends? Who are like Friends. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drinking all day, dude. They all live in this. Well, you know, the second Avengers movie, they all do live in that apartment together. True. Okay, so then you get. Um, a little scene yeah. of speaking of Michael Rappaport, you get Fuck a that guy. you get a scene of Carter and uh, Tom, played by Michael Rappaport. I don't like him. arguing about how the shark escaped, mm-hmm. and then you know Carter asks how high the fences are, and off the water, and uh, Tom says they're eight feet, but there's no way that the sharks could have got out. But Carter looks thoughtful, like uh, he might have different. Um, 
opinions. Yeah, different opinions. Yeah, I don't know. I'm having words are hard. Today. I'm having trouble today. So then, uh, so Janice ta is taking Franklin on his tour and explains the facility, all the levels and labs, and basically that it's just a giant death trap. Raptor paddocks. Yeah, mm. it's just it's just death trap exposition explaining how they're you know pretty much how it's just one giant death trap. Then it's been four minutes, so we flash to Doctor Evil. And Doctor pisses into the wind. <laughs> and uh, Jim and Doctor McAllister. And Which call Eric Selvig? <laughs> uh, Doctor Evil and Eric. Then evil I'm, and Eric. Then I'm calling Carter Blake uh, Muldoon. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be cool so cool confused. <laughs> Samuel Jackson, Samuel Jackson. Okay, <sighs> so they're looking at no, their research. <laughs> they're looking at their research and they're talking about how they're not ready and they're rushing everything. And she's like, well, we just this is our last chance. We have to get it. And then uh, it's been four minutes. So we flash to Samuel L. Jackson and Carter Muldoon. And... Uh, <laughs> Sam J and Franklin is asking Carter about his job, and Carter isn't having any having it. And he's like, "Look, dude, you're the boss. You already know all, all about me. You've got my file. What does it say?" And Franklin's like, "It says that you did uh, two years for uh, smuggling." And uh, Carter comes back with, "I'm not. I'm not out to change the world, but I don't want to wreck it either." And he's just. Doing a job. If I could change the world, I would be the sunlight in your universe. Want a little Eric Clapton for you? No. <laughs> it's from Michael, isn't it? Um, sure. I don't know. You would think... But, no, so, but it kind of shows... Very similar movies. Yeah. I don't know. We should do Michael. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Something out of the... Phenomenal. Okay, like so then we flash That's to... That's Cool J. Well, speaking of which, we flash to our first scene with Preacher, where he's his bird is cussing at him. Motherfucker! He said, in fact, one of the things that the bird says is, you got a big fat butt, which made That's me laugh. That's a reference to his song, Big Ol' Butt. I know. That's why I wrote it down. <laughs> so I can talk about it. Because Brenda got a big old butt. Oh, oh yeah? I know I told you I'd be true, but Brenda got a big old butt. Oh, yeah. So I'm leaving you. See ya! But um, I'd like to take a minute and talk about LL Cool J and how, although for most of this movie he's completely pointless, he's one of my favorite rapper-turned-actors. And we I all know how much Elaine loves a rapper-turned-actor. I especially love him in SWAT. Also starring <laughs> Sam Jackson. Yes, this is true. He's, well, he's in everything. Yeah, I was going to say, that's... I once heard him described as the black guy in that movie. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Tim well, not in SWAT, because there's lots of black guys Tim in that Morgan movie. Freeman. <laughs> yeah, if he's like, well, if you say Morgan Freeman, you say, no, the other guy. Yeah. I don't oh, think that's same. I, I don't think it's a joke. Lighten up. These are the jokes, folks. I was going to say, I don't think Sam Jackson's a very good actor. What? <gasps> Ooh, but, but this is how strike, he talks. <laughs> will strike down upon you. <laughs> 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 um... But so we flash to LL Cool J. Oh and my god! I, I, I got to admit the process. Then. Hold on, <laughs> say one again. We have this little scene, and then oh, the all of a sudden we flash back, and it's feeding time, and they're feeding the sharks. They lower a cow in. No, they lower oh. that poor tiger shark who His didn't lunch. do nothing but eat a license plate, and um, the sharks eat it. It's pretty like raptor to watch. style. Yeah, like raptor style. <laughs> And um, Carter's like, they should all be destroyed. 
Oh no, he does not. Well, he does look. <laughs> he does seem kind of worried. He is. Then we flash again. Four minutes have gone by, hmm. and all of a sudden, good old Brenda is paging Doctor Evil to the Brenda's surface. Brenda's got a baby. Oh, that was Tupac, but whatever. It's a nice try, though. Nice try. Thank you. It's all so. Doctor McAllister gets in the elevator. She goes up to the top. The doors open. You know they can't see the hand things. And it's she's doing that for us. Remember? Oh, for us. Sorry, she's the fairy, fairy dust. dust. Come on. Fairy dust. Sorry. <laughs> it's like I'm there. The doors <laughs> open. It's dark. There's no lights out. It's quiet. We get the creepy movie music. Quiet. And she's walking around. Dun dun. And she looks. Dun dun. And she looks. Surprise! <laughs> Happy birthday. I don't know why she yelled at me. Because <laughs> that's what you mean, surprise. <laughs> I, I was. <laughs> I, I, apparently. I, I need a minute. I have to go change. Apparently, it's her birthday. And they threw a surprise party. And in which we get some very bad, sad dancing. Mm-hmm. Bad white chicks on the floor. Yeah, well, Mr. Tom Rap- Rappaport. Mr. Tom. Michael Rappaport is also dancing. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. And uh, so we get some party chit-chat, and we get another reference to uh, Samuel Jackson's Avalanche Adventure. And Dr. Evil sneaks off out of her own party and is kind of sitting off to the side. And Carter follows her, gets a little flirty, which... You can take me up on that beer. Which I feel like he shouldn't be flirty with her. Why not? And, um... A long, lonely nights, mutation sharks. <laughs> and she tells... Hey, you gotta put your bid in. You never know. You don't get it if you don't ask. That's what I always say. She flirts back, but she's not ready. She's too focused on her sharks. She tells him how important it is that we research, do the shark research because sharks don't get sick and they don't age. Maybe she'll like that. And it's super important that we focus on the sharks. And then he tells her that the sharks are acting weird and that they're hunting in packs... And they'll only eat other sharks. And they shouldn't do that. And he tells her that the Gen 1 that escaped attacked a 20-foot boat. And she seems very upset by this news. I can't believe she didn't know. (laughs) Well, maybe she didn't realize that, that, I mean, she might not have known all the facts. But he's like, look, she just randomly attacked that boat. That's the fact, Jack. And then she threatens him. And she says that if we don't pull off this test... We're all going to be on Actually, she pretty much doesn't threaten him because he asks, are you threatening me? And, and she, she says, says, no. <laughs> so it's not a threat. No. She <laughs> says, no, I'm not threatening you because if this doesn't work, we're all going to lose our jobs. So it's not a threat. It was a warning. But she also implies that if he doesn't keep his mouth shut, yeah. that he's going to be the reason that they're all out on the streets, which is not exactly a threat, but it is kind of a threat. Uh-huh. It's a little bit. She threatens him a little bit. She's a terrible person. Yep. He not like that good-hearted Vin Diesel guy. Can we not talk about that movie? We're talking about this movie. <laughs> I'm I saying. want you to focus on the sharks. I want you to go back and listen to the Witch Hunter hey, episode again. focus. Put some shark porn on. Focus. <laughs> like Chandler. Like Chandler. Oh, <laughs> like friends. Okay. My life is like a shark fin. So then we flash to learning that there's a storm coming. Of course there is. Just a Wait little a bit. Wait a minute. There's a storm coming? We just get like... A two minutes of like some news report and some Dop- Super Doppler 10 radar showing us that there's a storm. And then we flash <gasps> to the kitchen. It is a big fucking storm. Where we get Preacher and his bird talking. And then we flash. The flash is in this? Did I miss yes, something? Yes, we flash again. <laughs> and we see Carter and Tom kind of like 
battening down the hatches, locking down the facility. They're shut do shutting off the giant tanks of fuel. Which you would do because if there's a, a storm and it damages yeah. that, that would be bad yeah. on the good-bad scale. And then we flash it, and this all happens within like three minutes. We're just flashing, 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 getting these tiny little bites. And then we join our main group of people. Our main group. Our main group. This is well, our main group, all right? There's like six of them, so. So yes. they go into the, what is it, the wet lab? Yeah, yeah okay. And we got Franklin, Dr. Evil, <laughs> Dr. Eric, Tom, and Janice, and they're in the wet lab. And they send Carter, Carter's in the water, to get the shark. He's in like this mesh catwalk tunnel thing, which is really creepy, and I don't care, I would not be in that. And mm -hmm. visibility no. is zero. Because it's really stormy, so they can't see shit. On a dark and stormy night, when the poison arrows are falling from the sky, and somebody grabs, I'm sorry, that's a different movie. Okay, so he's, he's crawling through the tunnels, and then all of a sudden, like raptors, whoosh! He attacked by the shark he didn't even know was there. <laughs> they attack from Very two Boston sides. <laughs> they attack from two sides. And who again is it that... Is it her or is it him? I can't remember. One of the doctors says how long have they been working in sync like that. And then because the sharks attack the cage from either side, but they can't get them. So then they back up. And Jan's like, how did they go backwards? Sharks can't swim backwards. They physically can't do it. Which so it's kind of an important like, deal. It seems like an important... <laughs> like physically, they, don't, they can't back up. So problem... <laughs> And then uh, Franklin says, they recognize that gun. How did they do that? Which seems like they're putting all the, like, I don't know who is the shark body language linguist here, <laughs> but they are interpreting all kinds of stuff. Well, because when he pointed the gun at one shark, it ran away. Mm -hmm. So it knew that that was a bad thing. Yep. These people are into the sharks. But they watch a lot of shark porn. They know what they're talking <laughs> they about. They seem to be getting nervous. And then all of a sudden, and they're, lo and they're losing cameras. And then they show a shot of the one of the sharks coming up. I assume it's the Gen Two shark because they're losing the cameras in the Gen Two pen. And they Same you time. see the shark come up and just bite the camera. Uh -huh. So they're getting kind of nervous and freaking out, but yet they don't stop the experiment. No, nope. they don't got time. And like this, nobody got time for that. This Storm's is like coming. real time happening. They don't even take ten minutes to discuss how they creepy that is. They have forty eight hours to prove to big money bags over there that this is worth a wild course. But Carter is a can professional. You hear the dog barking? I can hear the dog barking. Excuse the dog barking, folks. There's probably somebody walking a dog or riding a bike in front of the house. So Carter, ever professional, still captures the shark. And this is very dramatic. So he tricks the well. He tricks the shark into attacking like his tank, mm -hmm. and then he comes up behind and spears her because he's awesome. And then he loads her into the shark elevator, I guess. Clever girl. And they come up very dramatically. <laughs> nice reference to Out of Martin. the water into the lab, like the it's very creepy and dramatic, and don't, I just don't, love don't. that shot. That might be my favorite. That dude has zero fear of sharks. I don't mm -hmm. know how he does it. I get scared watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're in an enclosed thing, and there's like sharks around. Do you I'm know? Sweating it. He's like, know that this? That, that I'm Tom, sharks. Thomas Jane actually swam with a shark in this movie. In real life. In real life, they shot, but they shot that scene last. What with oh. the, the scene with the tiger shark and yeah, the license like plate? Yeah, like he actually swam with that shark for oh, that scene. Noise. But they made him do it last in case he died. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't, and he went on to be the world's greatest Mickey Mantle. 
Yep. I, I, we're going to get to the movie 61 here in um, a few weeks here, folks. Who knows? Stay tuned for that. We'll put it on Carly's list because it's definitely a drama. It's so a drama and I cry every time. <laughs> so maybe you should do it just because you want to hear about how John cries. To be fair, he cries at Deadpool too. <laughs> well, that's just so funny and then yeah. he's got the tears. So the shark dramatically comes out of the water... And they hook her up to all these machines. And it's really funny because they start getting the experiment ready. And Dr. Eric puts a cigarette in his mouth. He licks and he the goes, other end. He goes... <laughs> he licks the one end and then tries to light it. He's like, what are you doing? No, but he goes to... put. He puts a cigarette in his mouth. mouth and Jan kind of looks at him like, What are you fucking doing smoking when we got company? And he looks There's at There's a shark, man. <laughs> no, because it was more of, you know he probably smokes all the time when he's doing this shit. And she's looking at him like... Sharks don't get cancer, right? The pharmaceutical right? dude is here. Don't yeah. smoke in front of him. She gives him this great look. And then he just is kind of like, oh, fine, and takes it back out. It's great. I love that moment. And the shark all of a sudden jumps and scares them all. But then he settles back down. And Carter's like, just some bad dreams. Meanwhile, he's still in the fucking water with the shark the whole time, like pouring water on well, you, him, you have to make petting sure. him like he's a dolphin. Meanwhile, there, if it was me, there'd be brown water. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Tony airlifted out of this tank. He died from fright. But so they do the experiment, and... They pull the brain matter out. They pull the brain matter out, and then they... The yeah, the protein. And then they dribble it over some al some Alzheimer's tissue. Now, here's my question here for all you scientists out there. Now, if you hack a piece of brain out of a person and it was alive, how long will it stay alive? I don't know that they hacked it out of a person, though. They said it was cultured brain material. So, like, they took some cells and grew them from I don't know, a... I don't they, know. Put the, they put the protein on it and the snaps that start firing yeah like yeah they, they put it on there like it's fucking sunscreen yeah and all of a sudden yeah my issue with this is why did they have to do this before they put the shark back in the water all right I'm like sorry. when well, they, they did it. when they <laughs> yeah. took the thing and that, then they all bothered, walked over the there and i said uh, <laughs> how about we get okay. rid of this dangerous animal that's now, in the middle of the fucking room now i'm gonna answer that because i think i know uh -oh. oh good they drugged that shark, uh -huh. right? And if sharks don't keep swimming, they die. Wow. That's so, true. She's I right. Hadn't thought about so if that. they just put the shark back in the tank, it can't swim, it's unconscious, it would die. True. Ah. Think Not of Dory. Think of Dory. Of, so they have to wait. Just keep swimming. Just keep they swimming. They have to wait until she wakes up. And not, and, all, not all sharks have to keep But... but, but but I'm about assuming. Majority of, what about Mako's? I don't know specifics, but, but I know right, well, let's sharks. get my shark. I don't want to talk about this. They found sharks sleeping. The science like. of the Alzheimer's stuff <laughs> hey, hey. is ridiculous. But the reason they don't put the shark in the <laughs> yeah. water, that I think Smart makes sense. I was really like Smart when they that's solid when science. they all walked over Neil there, I was like, approval on it. It's like the elephant in the room here, this giant shark still in No, it's a shark in the room. And he's strapped down again. But they're on land. It's not like they're not anywhere near the shark at this point, though, either. So even if the shark woke up, it's not like it could get them. They're 10 feet away. Yeah, it can't fair. get them any more than it could have gotten them when they were walking up on the deck. <laughs> which it probably could have jumped out of the water and ate them. I don't know why. This is not a concern. Yeah. <laughs> Sharks usually don't do that because they only bite you if they think you're a big old fat seed. And they do have, to add to your more than likely correctness, they do have jet jet water blasting like, over the yeah. shark maybe to help it breathe through its gills and stuff so 
That makes sense. It does. I, I checked the math on it. I didn't even check it out. That. Good job. Thank you. Way to go, Elaine. Good job, Elaine. Know something about sharks. Yeah, I got a clap. <laughs> if you're sharks out there, go ahead and Twitter us. Let us know. Hashtag <laughs> shark facts. <laughs> <laughs> so... She says that when she puts the stuff on the brain material, she says, basically, you're looking for lightning in a bottle, and sure enough, you see little bits of lightning on the graphic. That's a little on the nose there. They all get very excited, and they're cheering, and so Dr. Eric lights a celebratory cigarette. Like you do. Like you do, and goes and pats the shark on the head. Good job, shark. And what does the shark do? Bit his fucking arm off. I think he was an anti-smoking shark. Because he bit the cigarette. Because he bit the arm with the cigarette off. Like, dude, that shit will kill you. Let me get that for you. And accidentally took his whole arm. Sharks are trying oh, to help Oh, it was out. a benevolent it a smart shark. shark. It's the only way to go. But Right. He's like, now every time you go to light a cigarette, you'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about it, and it's funny, but really it's very unexpected. <laughs> the first time. No, I knew exactly what was going to happen. The first time you see this movie. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> he just reaches up and just rips his arm off and you see him fall and the blood is gushing out. No, you see his arm inside of his sleeve, inside of his uh, his shirt because, you know, he doesn't have to lose an arm. And you <laughs> see the arm. <laughs> a little piece of it. Like, and then he's got like the prosthetic fake arm and it's like, wow, that's so fake. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to look that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but so they're all screaming and freaking out and Carter goes for a gun because he's going to kill that shark. And Dr. Evil's like, no, no, not my precious baby. And she hits the emergency release button and releases the shark back into the water. So I guess maybe they weren't concerned about the shark, Carly, because all they got to do is push one button and then it can't get them. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, maybe I figured she, she figured they had a better chance in the water than getting shot by Muldoon. Well, they just proved that it works, so they can't kill this shark. Yeah, they need it. They need it to. Because now they're going to be Why millionaires. Why do they need it? They have two others. Well, but this is the Gen 2 shark. It'll yeah, fill back up with the brain juice and they can suck some more out. This is the Gen 2 shark. She's important because apparently whatever's happening with the Gen 1 shark, that's not working. So they need the Gen 2. Uh-huh. Anyways. Anywho. This is 34 minutes into the movie. This that's is it. only... Really? We're 42 minutes into the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about to pick up. Shit's about to pick up. But I, want, I, I say that because this is kind of a monster movie and it's an hour and 45 minutes, and it only takes 34 minutes to get to the good stuff. Yeah. You get all this exposition, background, character buildup, all of a sudden shark bites off his motherfucking arm, and now shit gets serious. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go on the Mr. DNA tour. So they call, <laughs> so they call the, for emergency medical evacuation, and they're... Tr what? Why are you giving me that look? Because you have paper in your hair. Okay. <laughs> it's on your shirt now. It's not on your hair anymore. Okay. But I'm glad you wanted to stop and let the police know they, about it. <laughs> they got him kind of patched up so they could yeah. have the helicopter come in. And when they opened Fair the much. doors, I was like, that helicopter's not coming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be wrong. No, that no. Storm nay, was nay. Raging. As somebody who. Coast Guard. As somebody who really loves. Those guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> the movie The Guardian. With, with Ashton Kevin, Kutcher. With Ashton Kutcher. With Ashton and, Kolchak. And <clears throat> Kevin Costner. Who? Never Kevin Costner. He's got that podcast. He has that, oh, he has <laughs> yeah. that Kevin Costner podcast going. Has any we're hashtags on that? To, we're just about to do our episode on The Guardian, Whoa. which is about Coast Gu the Coast Guard's emergency rescue people, which that's when they go out, when it's stormy and terrible like that. You should watch that movie. It's really good. Um, Never heard of it. I will. I cry Shocking, every time Carly. I watch it. Shocking. Oh my god! Please watch it. Let's do that on the podcast. It's such a good drama. All right. All no, right, it's right, not. Right. No, it's not. 
It's a great movie. And it was overly appreciated, so it wouldn't fit our podcast. All right, so I was wrong, and the helicopter came. And yeah. the helicopter comes. So they open the door, and it is, holy shit, it's a storm. There's just waves flying left and right, and then they, the chopper comes and puts down a winch, and they hook him, because I guess they had a backboard already set up with the mm-hmm. cool little hook on it. And they hook him, and the chop, and the, they're pulling him up and pulling him up. And everybody's trying to get back inside where it's safe, and the waves are knocking them all over. It's very exciting and dramatic. It so really they, looked like they were going to get washed yeah, was, into the water. It was very scary. It's like they're going to die trying to get him on that. It was an intense storm. Bo- Bode, Bodie from Point Break wouldn't surf these waves. The boat of Gotha? <laughs> boat of All right. So then so they're winching him up. They're winching him up. All of a sudden, their winch breaks. God. Like it does. And he hopefully not. And he fucking drops into the water. Not Holy. good. Now if his buddy was around, you know, Thor, <laughs> they wouldn't have this problem. Yeah. Also, if Aquaman was there, they wouldn't have this problem. Aquaman's the DC universe. Stop trying to cross the streams. You can't do that shit. You don't cross the streams. It's a big Twinkie. <laughs> Alright. So then another piece of unbelievable science happens. Well, there's a whole lot of unbelievable science. <laughs> yeah, because, but go ahead. <laughs> because something they hooked a big fish here. Something has grabbed onto poor Stellan Skarsgård and is so strong it's yanking the chopper down. Mm-hmm. Uses that as some sort of anchor to yank on the chopper and holy shit, the chopper goes right into the tower where poor Brenda is. Janice. Explosions, explosions, explosions. Jackie April cried because, you know. Everybody's dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now we finally got some dead people, and our death count is up to five because we got Brenda in the tower. We don't need to go over them. And the four guys in the chopper. Okay, mm. like, like I said. So people zero, sharks Bottom. five. It's okay. We're going to catch up. <laughs> it's so a movie. We always win. <laughs> so there's all these explosions, and our group of people, they don't know what's happening. Like Freddy versus Jason. Who won? The white chick. Yeah. We get a quick <laughs> shot of Preacher, LL Cool J's character who's only billed as Preacher in the credits. Um, and he sees a bottle of sherry and says, I'm going to take this as a sign, Lord, and starts drinking. And then we flash into I the wet too. lab. <laughs> yeah. So they're trying to call... So everybody comes back to the wet lab. I don't know why this is where their rally point was. Yeah, they should have been rallying on the surface, you know, for help. But they, I guess because that's where the camera feeds are or what. I don't know. But they, they're calling the tower. They're trying to get a hold of Brenda. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. They're all freaking out. And all of a sudden, Franklin looks out the big glass window. <laughs> what the and, fuck is that? <laughs> and Something gurney-shaped is coming this way. <laughs> is that a stretcher? <laughs> and the shark throws poor Stellan's guard right at the glass. And the it, worst part about and he yells the whole for thing, Asgard. The worst part about the whole thing is he has the oxygen mask on, so he can't even drown. He has to ride this whole scene out. <laughs> as terrible as it oh, is. What's it the, I wonder how the seal was on that. Yeah, it's apparently amazing. <laughs> well, he you was, gotta wonder how long he lived. His eyes were yeah. going like he was blinking, yeah, so you know was, he was still aware of everything he was going, going on. For a while. So he strapped down into this thing. Yeah. And it goes up. Falls down, is breathing the whole time, and he's got a big old dookie in his pants now. Worst, worst day ever. <laughs> and then he gets thrown by a fucking shark through a window. Bad day. 
And then we see... Worse than when they stole his little lightning things in Thor 2 and he was wearing his underwear. So, old Stellan Skarsgård and Jan make eye contact. Because they've been boning. Because, yes, they've been boning. You could tell earlier when they were successful with their experience, there was a making out. So even if they hadn't been boning, Jan definitely wanted to bone him because she seemed very impressed when he was peeing. So she was all about that. She's like, whoa! <laughs> is that a shark in your pants? So, the hammer is so the glass cracks, and then all Yo-mia. of a sudden, this big chunk of glass just kind of comes flying at them, and you get the little, like in a cartoon, the breaking of a dam, you get the little sprout of water coming out, mm-hmm. and uh, Ella... Um, That's how it always begins. They stayed Very in that room small. way longer than I thought they yeah, would. Yeah, that, that really bothered me. Franklin is, like, way too calm, and he's like, all right, people, let's move. And he grabs Jan by the arm. Come on, you can't help him. She said, bitch, be crazy! <laughs> but this is after five minutes of standing there. there like, as soon as I saw the gurney coming, I'd, my body would be out the door, my face would be in, like, is it going to hit? <laughs> These guys are like, man, this thing is cracking. So they're just like... <laughs> is that a billion tons of water out there, or is it a trillion tons of water? I can't remember. <laughs> so with their fight or fright... Or flight mode. They have neither fight nor flight. They have stand around and they watch have, <laughs> They have freeze in fright. Yeah. <laughs> and Which is an option, I guess. So the glass breaks and water comes pouring in. Like you do. And they're at the door. They're trying to get the door open. And then they get through the door. And they're trying to get the door shut. It's very scary. One thing, one of the reasons why I call it, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but one of the reasons I call Carter Blake Blake Aquaman, and you may not remember this, but next time you watch it, because you'll watch it again because it's awesome, that, he is not, he he is not comfortable on land. No, he's only comfortable in the water. Every time you see them running, he's always falling and flailing and slipping and sliding all over the place, (laughs) and they're all just running down the hallway like, dude, it's just wet. Like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, like, watch it again and pay attention. He's, it's like a slip and slide water country for him. He's got time to go anywhere. Maybe his shoes. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what the problem is, but he cannot walk in any kind of water. He needs to be swimming free. Maybe he was um, from a world where there's only water, and (laughs) he's got gills. He's got land sickness. (laughs) Yeah, he's got land sickness. (laughs) Oh, my God. It will pass. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. What? This is the Mariner's great 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 <laughs> great 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 grandfather. And he <laughs> also loves the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because he does survive, so he does have children, and eventually one of them becomes Kevin Costner. Yeah, okay, move on. All right. So, now we do Tony's favorite thing where we flash back and forth between various things. So, we cool. get a scene of the preacher. Then we go back to the group. Awesome. Where they're like, they're like, we can't get up. We can't go upstairs from where they figure out that they can't go up because the stairs are flooded. Because they run to the, to the stairs and they see water, like, coming out of the edges of the door. And they're like, it's flooded. We can't get up there. And so then, and um, Rockmore comes out. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> then we get this. Then we flash back to LL Cool J. Then we flash back to the group where everybody's kind of freaking out. Then we flash back to LL Cool J, where he's having a little chat with God. Mm. Then we flash back to the group where they figure out that they're where Carter has this great plan that they're gonna go down to the wet entry and take the sub down there two at a time, top side. So they they got a plan. Then we flash back to LL Cool J. And he's walking around with his bottle of hooch. Sherry. It's sherry. But and yeah. he gets to the stairs. <laughs> and and he's the bird gonna, flies away. 
Yeah. And he should have listened to the bird. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, his bird flies away, and all of a sudden, water comes Sorry. pouring down the stairs, and he takes a big slip and slide down the hallway. Like you do. And then we flash back to the group. So they go back the way they came, and then they hear this boom, boom, boom. And they're like, lab equipment hitting the door? It's a shop. And the, and they look at it and they're like, I don't think that's what it is. And then one of the rivets from the door just comes popping out like a bullet, and water comes shooting out. And then Carter's like, We gotta get past that door. <laughs> and so they run past the door, <laughs> and as water starts spraying <laughs> out from it, and again, he's new to land, so he's they not. get <laughs> Thomas Jane falls down, <laughs> yeah. and then again, they, again. <laughs> they get to another door that they have to open, mm-hmm. and it's a struggle because the sharks have broken in through the door. Water's pouring out. It's very scary, and they get in the door again. <gasps> <sighs> okay, and we're there. Thomas Jane stands up. Then we flash to L. O. Cool J, who's looking for his bird. Bird. Who just, who just really wants to knock somebody out. Bird. Because his mama told him so. And I was like, bird. poor bird. Why didn't he give it a name? Okay, then we flash back to the group. You know what L. O. Cool J really wanted? A girl with extensions in her hair, bamboo earrings, at least two pair, a thingy bag, and a bad yes. attitude. So they're like, <laughs> so Franklin is like. Tell me that wasn't a shark that just broke down that door. And they all kind of look at each other like, bitch, we ain't telling you that. And Frank was like, can it do that? And and Carter's like, well, it just did. So I'm going to go with yes. And they all kind of, and then they're all like, and Franklin's like, what did you do to those sharks? And Dr. Evil says that they didn't have enough protein. And so they made their brains bigger so that they could harvest more protein, and it ended up making them smarter. You and then, raptors. And then Jan says, <laughs> the, the just she you sums it up. <laughs> Jan sums up this whole movie right here with one line when she goes, "You stupid bitch." <laughs> yeah. She's and gonna regret that later. Doctor Evil it's gonna come is back like to fight her in the ass. <laughs> Doctor Evil suck. defends her actions, and she's like, "Look." People are suffering. This is going to save hundreds of thousands of people. This is important research. We did what we had to do. And like the Nazis. Carter's like, you're a terrible person. Exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. So then Carter de- or Franklin decides that he's the big wig here. He's going to take charge. And he says, okay, people. These sharks are thinking hard and clear. Here's the riddle. What does an 8,000... Pound Mako shark with a brain the size of a flathead engine. Think about. And Carter says, "I'm not waiting around here to find out." <laughs> and they get moving. I know what it wants. Then he slips and falls. And then Tom says, "You see how that works? <laughs> she screwed with the sharks, and now the sharks are screwing with us." There's some really good back and forth right in this mm-hmm. little scene. So good banter, if you will. And then to break up all that great banter, we uh, <laughs> flash back to preacher. This time, he's hanging out in waist-deep water, which I have to say, he doesn't know there's sharks in the no, building. But if the building started flooding, you know what I wouldn't do? Stand around in the fucking water. <laughs> well, he has no option, because he's trying to get the fuck out of there, and it's flooded, so you have to go. I know, I'm just water. saying. It's I'm kind just of saying. A weird, it's kind of a weird situation. I don't know anything about the making of this movie, but it kind of makes me wonder if maybe he 
had scheduling conflicts or something because you don't normally see a movie where one character is so isolated from the rest of the plot <laughs> and has nothing going on like until the very, you know, when he shows up later, you're like... I think that's a plot device. You don't have, like, a bunch of camp counselors and then, like, some old geezer at a gas station I, and you just keep cutting him, like, in the Jason movies or something. I don't understand the point of his weird. character. Like, I don't... I mean, he becomes important mm-hmm. later, but... He not, you don't see him interacting with anybody other than at the birthday party no. where Samuel Jackson's like, this is a great drink brother or great food brother, and he's like... Wait, Hulk Hogan? Shit, brother! <laughs> no, but... and then He says it, he just sounds better saying it than we I do. Can't, <laughs> I can't say it not sound like Hulk Hogan. He does like drop that chart. He does, but... But like, and... I don't know. The, they make Samuel Jackson's character kind of like you know, black up on him, and L.O. Cool J's like, get the fuck out of my face, dude. I don't care. What are you doing? Nothing. He said, <laughs> I don't remember when he said this to him, but he does say to Samuel, like, weren't you involved in that avalanche and that white people shit? Yeah. Why are you going <laughs> yeah. Isn't it hard enough for black men to stay alive without going to... <laughs> yeah. That's white people shit. That's some racist shit to say to somebody. It was just a really weird moment. Like... It was the 90s, I guess it was okay, but that's some racist shit to say. But so the preacher's walking around... And he kind of turns around and, oh, fuck, there's a shark. <laughs> and so he hides in the kitchen. In the oven. No, no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. He gets there. He gets in the kitchen. He, like, these are swinging doors. You can't lock them. He's so he just kind of, like, no, but, like, in this part, all he does he grabs a frying is pan. he goes through the door, leans against the wall, and grabs a frying pan. Like you do. Which, normally, this would be a great weapon. Not against a shark, though. No. Nope, not against the giant. Then, we have a thousand kitchen knives. <laughs> then we flash back to the group. They finally make it to the, I don't remember what it was called, the place where they're going, and they find... The place where they're going. The sub is destroyed. The underwater, the third level entry or whatever. The submersible. And they find the sub, and the sub has been, like, turned on its side. Sharks did it. And then they're like... Car- Franklin's like, could the explosions have done that? Do they have thumbs now. <laughs> this is, but it's a really a weird thing because Franklin's like, could the explosions have knocked it over? And I think it's Tom is like, there's no way, man. They wouldn't have been strong enough to knock it over. Which is funny. Which is funny because, well, I'm not. Gonna well, no, it implies that the sharks I know, came but out of the water. But do you think the sharks would over. want them to get into the sub? Because then they're like, "Cool, now you're in my world, motherfucker. We can ruin. We pulled a. I don't know if you saw this earlier, but we pulled a fucking helicopter out of the sky. <laughs> I know. We don't give a shit about your sub. It's just your little two-man submarine. <laughs> we might just you. grab a piece of your like, sub and take you to the fucking ocean floor. But it seems like it would be perfectly plausible that the explosions had shifted yeah, things yeah, and yeah. broken the sub. So the fact that they make it a point to point out that the explosions couldn't have done it is just dumb. Well, they're in serious denial about how smart these sharks are. They're like, wait a minute, the shark knows this gun? Wait a minute, they hunt in packs? Wait, wait a minute, minute the shark they... does trigonometry? Yeah, the, the, it's, it's tapped into my weird. phone? What's going on? And they're like, yeah, the sharks are smart, dude. We've said it like 20 times. Alright. Yeah, that's called racism because they, they're sharkists. <laughs> so, they're, so they're all kind of sad. And then we flash back to Preacher, who has found an axe. Smart. And he climbs... It's a hatchet, actually, but whatever. <laughs> I think I thought it was like an emergency fire axe. No, it's because it's only about you know ten inches long, so that would be a hatchet. Because if it was yeah. a full it's a axe, axe in the oven, he couldn't open it. <laughs> okay, he couldn't just, swing that some bitch. It's fine. I think all 
hatchets are axes, but not all axes are hatchets. Well this is uh, well a portion of hatchet chat. Hatchet, hatchet chat. In lieu of TikTok this week, we're going to have hatchet chat. Hatchet chat. Hatchet chat. Cutlery corner comes up later, but for now it's hatchet chat. So he climbs. This is where he climbs up the shelf. And then he gets, and the bird scares him. Because he thinks it's a shark, but it's really the bird. And the bird says, Very similar looking. Eat me, asshole. So then what happens? The shark eats the bird. Well, he kind of asked for it. Yeah. He did. I was sad. I thought it was odd. That was sad for you? Yeah, I liked the bird. Uh, <laughs> the bird was a dick. <laughs> I know, but I liked him. Uh, but I was a little, I thought it was odd that when the bird sensed, I guess, that the water was coming, it flew away, but it did not sense that it was about to be eaten by the shark. No. <laughs> I don't think that's weird at all, because the bird, I mean, I don't know how good that bird's hearing is. I don't know much about parrots, but whatever it is, that's a rushing pile of water. That's kind of a disaster. I feel like that's something a bird could sense. But I think it's weird that a shark jumps vertically, <laughs> like... Out of water Eight that was only way deep. deep. Yeah. <laughs> when they do Good. it in the wild, they go down for like a mile and fly up. You know? Excellent point. Excellent wow. point, sir. These are super but, sharks. Okay? Oh, that's yeah. right. They're smart. Little capes. But it knocks creatures. They violate the laws of physics. Yeah, it is Jordan. <laughs> but the wave and the surprise makes preacher fall into the water. <laughs> and then so he's like, oh shit. He yeah. swims away. And he climbs into the oven and shuts the door because he's going to be safe in there. Now, yeah. the shark turns on the oven. Not yet. <laughs> first, uh, it does eventually. First, we flash to the group well, where they're fighting and freaking out. Then we flash back to Preacher, and this is where the shark turns on the oven. The and shark wrote, turns the fucking oven on. Not to be mean, but... Or, or picky. Mean. Picky. Is there, mean. is there anything in this world going to put you in the oven? Hmm. that With water that's rising? I'm no. not getting in the oven. No, because eventually you're stuck in the oven. Let's so say the shark anything, leaves. So if anything, I'm going to juke around the shark and go out the fucking door. I'm not going, <laughs> oh, let, let me get in the oven. Okay, Tony. Because the water's rising and I'm going to drown in an oven. Or you, somebody's going to find did me. Did you say you're going to juke the shark? That's what, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Something. I'm, you could juke a shark? I mean, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna call bullshit on you juking a shark. I'm gonna try it over jumping in an oven. <laughs> I I, go, I concur that jumping in the oven is not the way to go. But juking a shark is also bad, especially with a room full of like tables and chairs and all this kind of shit. You can climb up. You can get out of here. Okay. He had been drinking. Smart decisions he drank are never made. a little bit made. of cooking sherry. We don't know his life. We don't it wasn't know. Everclear. Okay. You get the impression he's a recovering Everclear. Alcoholic. That stuff is disgusting and it'll get your head cut off. He probably has a very low tolerance for drinking oh, sherry. All right, so I wrote, on. please, please, please do not make me watch LL Cool J get cooked in an oven. I will turn <laughs> no. this movie No. Off. <laughs> this is great. Cause no, because if LL Cool J gets cooked, I'm not watching the movie either. He's talking to God the whole time, and he's like, I'm like yeah. Daniel when he faced the lion, and he uses the hatchet. Good job. <laughs> to break through the oven. Because if he had an axe, first of all, he wouldn't have fit in the oven. Second, he wouldn't have been able to swing that thing. Here's the thing, though. He uses the axe to break through the oven and climb up into the compartment that was above the oven. Uh -huh. Now, it takes that shark who broke through a steel door a really long time to break through the glass door of this oven. Do not pull that thread. I'm just saying. But oh, yet, right. LL Cool J is able to... Climb into the space above an oven, then launch himself over the fucking shark without the shark noticing. Yeah, juking. And then 
His lighter, somehow, oh, not wet. Must have been a Zippo, because those lights... It was a Zippo, actually. And then he throws it into the gas because the shark turned the oven on. He was trying to cook himself some LL Cool J. Well, you know, LL Cool J's the best shark. And blows up the fucking shark. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, but LL Cool J kills one of the sharks. crazier than the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's like two movies. Yeah, but LL Cool J killed a shark, so good job him. In so, a room full of cutlery and axes, he blew one up with another. So people won. People won. Sharks still five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe six. We're we're really not sure about Stellan Skarsgård at this point. He, we're gonna call him dead. When you're strapped yeah. to a gurney underwater, <laughs> eventually you're gonna run out of oxygen. So you're right. gonna we're gonna go ahead and put that tally in there because he's gonna go <laughs> at least a half. <laughs> but, and as he throws his lighter, he says, "You ate my bird," and blows him up. We got something like cool. Like if he's somebody with a surfboard, you say, "Surf's up." That's right. He hit him with a commode lid. <laughs> well, that's if he hit somebody with a commode. With I'm a sorry, lid. but that's... You, hit him with a rubber shark. All right, so... Um, that's another podcast. Back to the group. <laughs> so back to the group. They feel that explosion from when he blew up the shark, and they all look around like they're, you know, scared. And Franklin decides that they're just going to swim for it, and they're like, motherfucker, you crazy. That's 200 feet. Mm-hmm. Do they say it like that? Do they become a sassy black woman? <laughs> and then Tom says, fuck that. We're going up this maintenance shaft. And Carter and then, Blake talks to a couple dolphins. He's like, my ride's here. And then they're arguing about whether or not they're going to go up the maintenance shaft. And then we get the most famous scene from this movie, I think. Because I've had it with these motherfucking snakes I'm on this motherfucking, motherfucking plane. plane. Because Samuel Jackson has a monologue here, and I wrote the whole thing down. Oh, why did you write the whole thing down? Because I want to hear it. Because this is what I do when it's my turn to be... I write down the... And that's why we're already at an hour and five minutes. If Tony picked the movie, she would have still done it. (laughs) (laughs) When you get to the good monologue, this is what I do. Blessed is he... (laughs) You think... This is dumb, though. You think water's fast? You should see ice. Does she have to do it? It like moves like it has a mind, like it knows it killed the world once and has a taste for murder. It's really creepy. Mm-hmm. When the avalanche came, it took us a week to climb out, and somewhere we lost hope. Now I don't know exactly when we turned on each other. I just know that seven of us survived the slide, and only five made it out. We took an oath. Then I'm breaking now. We sw- we swore we'd say it was the snow that killed him. Nature can be lethal. But it doesn't hold a candle on man. Now you've seen how bad things can get. And how quickly they can get worse. Motherfucker! So we're not gonna fight anymore. We're gonna pull together and find a way out of here. First, we're gonna find a way to seal off this... Motherfucker! Eaten by a shark. Scared the shit out of me. In the middle, in the middle of the fucking sentence. Eaten by a shark. And not just eaten by a shark. You see, he's grabbed by the shark, and you see the underwater shot of him getting ripped in mm-hmm. half. Yeah, that was CGI. They used the shit out of him. That was some pretty 1990 CGI, by yeah. the way. I thought that was great. But Tony was sitting at his desk, and I was sitting on the bed, and I was like... <gasps> <laughs> yeah, she flew back. It was pretty fun. Tony looked back. What? Because <laughs> you knew it was coming. It <laughs> it's great every time, though. Like, I've seen this movie so many times, and I still love it. The first time I saw this movie, I will admit, <laughs> in the theater, I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> it's great the first time. And every time after that, it's so funny. Well, you expect Especially it every time after that. 
especially I like it now that because the CGI effects and stuff have not aged so great. No. no. <laughs> so, so it kind of makes that part funnier. Yeah. yeah. At the time, I was like, wow, that's pretty cutting-edge stuff. Now you're like, wow, that's bad. It gives this great speech. And, well, and then it's the really shark's just like, mother... Because he always does these big monologues, monologues, so that was perfect. And he usually lives. Yeah. Except I thought he was well, going to be couple, one of the yeah. only people that survived this, and then he got eaten. No, he doesn't make it. And I wrote, why can't this... British doctor chick get killed. This is all her fault. Why is the karma not getting to her? Well, so they take a little she bit of time to be yet. really freaked out. Sex. <laughs> they take a little time to be really freaked out. And then Tom explains what's going to happen. And Carter kind of rallies the troops. He asks Tom what's going to happen when the facility gets filled with water. and how For, for them. Yeah. So for his mind, he's well, not worried because he's got gills. Because he's gonna yeah. do the. <laughs> he's got to keep these people together. He's got to do the math. So he so he gets Tom focused on the math because Tom's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm fucking freaked out, and everybody else is fucking freaked out. But he's like, he gets him to say what's going to happen to the structural integrity of the Aquatica, and he's like, you want to wait around for that? And Tom's like, no, I don't. So yeah. they're hell no, bitch. It'll get you drunk. So oh, that's Sam Jackson beer. Sorry. So they decided <laughs> that they're gonna go up the elevator shaft. All right, so they open the so they're gonna open the door. Where are you going? <laughs> turn on the fan. <laughs> Thanks for talking about it. So now everybody in well, the, podcasting the land knows that I had to turn on the fan. Well, it's no better than when you had the thing in your hair and you had to discuss that too. <laughs> I didn't have to right. discuss that. You could have talked while I shook it out of my hair. Oh yeah. All right, so they open the door and it depressurizes the moon pool or whatever. The moon door. <laughs> The moon pool is what is from Thrones? the abyss. Mm-hmm. No, it's from the abyss. I think moon door, Game of Thrones, you didn't have a moon and door. And all of a sudden, the water comes again. They're trying to go through a door. Water comes shooting out, and they got to fight to shut the damn door. Yeah, it's getting old. Carter Blake eats shit all over the ground. <laughs> but Where they manage to shut there? the door, and they start climbing the shaft. And as they're climbing the shaft, you get this great shot of up at the top where you can see everything's on fire and exploded. Bubble. Mm-hmm. Now, is this where we... No, no, it's not. No, what? I'm sorry. Good. So, they start climbing, and uh, then you hear the boom, boom. The sharks are attacking the door. And this is, a, this is, I think, where you get either the first or second of the shark vision. Yeah, this is the first one where you get <laughs> the perspective of the sharks swimming up the through the moon pool and attacking the door. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it was funny. Like, <laughs> is it the sharks? Is it the shark point of view? Yeah. So, they... Thanks. <laughs> they're I don't know. blurry on the sides. <laughs> they're halfway up the shaft and they hear the sharks breaking in and they're kind of freaking out because they know that this, the shaft's going to fill up with water really fast. And Carter decides that he's going to go back down. He's got this great plan. He's going to open the door on level two because that's only partially flooded and it'll bleed off the water and it'll give him more time. And then we get we get this great uh, exchange. Tom says, "Big, big, really, really big. big." And Carter goes, "What's that?" And Tom says, the My size of your brass balls. <laughs> Real brass vagina on this guy. He's got the giant brass vagina. So he goes down, and he gets the door open. And I said, why aren't they climbing faster? They, like, stopped on the stairs to watch him do this. Because <laughs> they're dumb. Because it's a horror movie, and you've got a suspense yeah. and all. As he's trying to open the door, the sharks get the other door open, and now it's filling up the water real fast, real fast. They use their thumbs. Mm-hmm. But he does. He but he makes it, and he gets back <laughs> on the ladder, and he's climbing back up. And all of a sudden, 
holy shit, this rusty ladder breaks off and falls, and now they're all dangling above the water. It's cliffhanger time. <laughs> now it's going to come back to bite that one girl in the ass. Nope. Literally, because Jan falls in the water. Right. And she can't reach Tommy Jane. And everybody's on top of the ladder, and Carter's kind of hanging through like a trapeze at artist trying to grab Jan, and Jan can't reach, and it's this whole very big dramatic thing. I can't reach! And she kind of goes down in the water, and then all of a sudden, she comes shooting out, because what has got her? Free Willy. Carry me. <laughs> A motherfucking like shark. Jordan. And I will then save <laughs> Sorry. It was a real Free Willy moment, though. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> You were my friend. Okay, so. <laughs> so, um. Oh my god. So she gets eaten by the shark. And it's pretty, it's pretty terrible. As, it as they is. all are. Well, like you're getting eaten shark, I imagine. I've never been eaten by a shark now. I have so no, they're I have all no, kind of. You don't ever see it and you go, that wasn't They're so all bad. kind but. of sitting there on the ladder, just realizing that they're, yet again, people won. Shark seven. And then you hear dun dun. And then you hear some banging on the door above them. Cause he asks he asked Tom if he can reach that door. And he says no, it's too high. So they're kinda stuck here on the I'd have got to that motherfucking yeah, door. Sure wasn't very I high. thought they were gonna <laughs> climb on yeah, each climb other. Each other. Or something. Make a yeah. fucking effort. Dr. Evil weighs what, a buck ten? They totally yeah. could have hoisted. I'd have thrown right. that bitch up there. But like they she hear was a the banging. <laughs> they hear the banging and they think, Oh fucking god, we this is it. We're about to die. And the door opens. And it's, El El Cool J is hard as hell. Battle anybody out of... Sorry. And, but it's not a shark. <laughs> I excel. They all fail. Sorry. It's the preacher. <laughs> and he saves them. And they, he saves them with some bed sheets. And then we get a nice shot of the water so overtaking the ladder. So he stopped to go get bed sheets. Mm-hmm. He had to... Apparently. Were there bed sheets right adjacent? Apparently he had to. He had to run and get some Maybe bed sheets. Maybe they were... Tablecloth. Well, maybe he can't do a thing without his radio. I don't know, but it seems like they're on the level with all of the people's quarters. Mm-hmm. So he quick yeah, ran. water rushing through. Maybe they just came to Maybe work. the linen closet. <laughs> like, hey, I'll fucking it's like, these. hey, sheets. <laughs> maybe the linen closet is located right next to the. All right, we're going to go with that. Okay. Yeah. So he quickly made a ladder in a scene we didn't get to see. And in the deleted scenes, you see a whole day tying the show. I got this. Okay, so they chat for a bit, and then now they got a new plan. Because they can't get up. They're like, we can take the stairs and go up. And LL Cool J's like, the flooded. stairs are flooded. Trust me. I, I, they are, are you flooded. sure? And he points to his head. <laughs> like, I've been there, dude. Bitch. <laughs> so then they decide that they got this great plan. They're going to use these pumps to re to reroute <laughs> the power of the pumps to they got pump a lot the water of out of one of the stairways. And that's just that's what they're going to do. So they split up. And, um, well, they don't split up yet because we get a little bit of a chat between Carter and Dr. Evil as they're fixing up their wounds. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Doctor, but Dr. Evil says that I couldn't I have done it without you, and he says, I know that's the problem. And while they're having their tete-a-tete in the bathroom, Preacher explains relativity to Tom, hashtag physics facts. Okay, mm-hmm. this is the second stolen line. That is almost a direct quote from Einstein. Okay. He said a hand on a hot pan can last an hour when it only is a minute. I'm paraphrasing. I probably already fucked it up. But <laughs> sitting with a hot woman can seem like an hour. 
but LL Cool J changed it to when you touch a hot woman. Okay. It was a nice change. But I think... And I'm sorry, a guy who went to Caltech for four years should have fucking known that. Yeah. I didn't go to Caltech and I knew that. But you said it was a stolen line. I think he attributes to Einstein, though. My idea is that the guy from Caltech who's the, you know, mm-hmm. mathematical yeah. genius would fucking know that Einstein said that because I knew I that know. shit. It's kind of a famous okay. line. Well, it explains relativity pretty simply. Hashtag physics facts. So this is where they split up. So Tom and Carter are going to go to the pumps. And as soon as they leave, Dr. Evil says, hey, I need to go get something out of my room. And Preacher's like, what the fuck, lady? It Don't be shark repellent. And well, Batman wrote, left that in the chair. I will not be sad if she doesn't make it back. Well, he's like, really? So and like, she's fuck like, this bitch. I have to go. Without that data, all these deaths are just tragic. It's useless. And then he's like, all death is useless. He's deep. He is deep. Well, he's, he's like a preacher. A deep, he's like a deep blue sea. He's deeper than the deepest blue sea. But his life he's is like depths. a shark tank. <laughs> <clears throat> well, his hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> <laughs> so Carter and... So Carter and Tom go down some very creepy wet hallways. It's very scary. I would not have gotten back into the water. Mm-hmm. Why they think they can get to these pumps without being eaten by a shark is very intriguing. When they said they were going to d- go do this, I wasn't expecting them to be in a room where they had to go all the way to the ceiling to get air. I was like, nope. I know. Carter don't give a shit, though. That's a big <laughs> nope. It's a big motherfucking dish. So they're in this room, and Carter's diving, and all of a sudden we find out that, yes, it is Shark 7, because he finds Jim's body, and he comes back up, and he's screaming. This is, like, the most realistic scene in the whole movie, because he sees the body, and he swims up, and he's screaming, and he's screaming, and then Tom's up, comes up, and is like, what, what, I thought you were eating, and he eat. <laughs> and um, then we flash to Preacher, who's alone, and has decided that he's going to do a video last words, where he says that his name is Sherman Dudley, which I want to know whose idea was to name this guy Sherman Dudley. Was he's that Adlib? Is, is this? I, a, I just wonder. He's one of the Dudley boys. <laughs> I don't know. Did he get the tables? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Where he decides to this is where he decides the best way to make an to omelet. make an omelet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people use three instead of two. Then we flash. Know. And people use milk. milk as a as a fillet. This is a mistake. <laughs> I believe that. It's probably the best acting in the whole movie. And then no, the shark wins. The shark won an Oscar. The and smile on his face when he's doing that omelet advice. I loved it. And then we flash back to Carter and Tom. They work together. They get the pumps working. Everything's great. And then Tom kind of gives him like a great thumbs up and a smile. Uh-oh. And Carter goes, holy shit. There's a dark shadow coming And there was you. even like, this is a great um, score point. Because the score gets all happy. And then all of a sudden... It, sh- it down, switches yeah. right away, and there's the shark, and then Tom gets eaten. He's my favorite death because that, his legs float away, and they yeah. still kick. They kick. <laughs> Is that, <laughs> that the one cool. where it like came out of the water and kind of jerked back and forth? No. No. Okay. okay. This one came from behind him. Somebody got killed, and it like showed the shark going back or the body going back and forth, and I was, it was some terrible graphics. Yeah. Well, this guy, his legs <laughs> kicked after. <laughs> yeah. They bit the upper body. Half. Yeah. But, and, but he, and he lost the shoe. But yeah, he did. Poor bastard lost the shoe on the way out. <laughs> and But Carter manages to escape. Like you do. Because if you're getting eaten, I'm going to leave you. He uses his guilt. Can't save him. Yeah. 
You're done. You got eaten by an eight. What is it? Forty-five foot mako. Yes. Shit happens. It's pretty big. While this is happening, Bloody big fish. It's a big fucking. Doctor Evil goes to her quarters, and her quarters are in some water. Nine, nine and three quarters. It's waist deep. Nine and three quarters. And she goes. She's she's got to get this research. She's standing there. She gets uh, gets in her locker. Gets the research. She turns around and sees a shark fin and thinks she's gonna get eaten. But oh no, it's just the model shark that she used for her research. I know that was fucking cool. Mm-hmm. That was, was good. It was kind of anticlimactic. It was a good, but good fake out. Well, almost immediately after that, though, <laughs> the real shark comes out. So then she puts the shark fin on the back of her head and she's like, no, I'm one of you. So you it's wonder, okay. So it makes you wonder if the other shark pushed the fake shark out. Fuck, maybe. Just, hey, guys, watch this shit. <laughs> this is that. They're like, they're developing comedy? <laughs> These guys are really fucking smart. Perhaps. It's a really smart fish. Because then she has... This Even though her brain is, doesn't work like that. <laughs> unlike when LL Cool J jumped in the oven, at least that, there is a lot of stuff kind of happening. But here, she really, I feel like there's... A scuffle with this shark mm-hmm. before she manages to climb up and I feel like she made it way too easy the shark should have eaten her way beforehand when she was standing oh. on that table yeah <laughs> and then what happens this is not a realistic scuffle but she manages to None get, whatever. get no to the next part, part. <laughs> this scene is realistic I do not believe for a second that she can rip the cords off of the wall <laughs> but she manages they do that to in movies all the time <laughs> uh, I've, I've installed those you, they're, they're kind of like that so you can't do that but, but you have a hundred pound girl like anyway. Like, wow, she, she gets naked. <laughs> she climbs up on a cabinet and looks over and sees the electric sees the light and is like, Well, I'll get this bitch. And she takes she's got enough time to take her clothes off and put them down. In my mind's telling me no so she can stand on it and rips the thing out of the wall and then puts it in the shark's mouth and electrocutes the shark. Uh-huh. And then which how does she get applesauce bitch how does she get it out of the shark's mouth and out of the water so she can leave the room yes first of all she's not ripping those off second of all smart move i suppose if you can pull it off third of all how long before you can go back in that water like you're going to die as soon as you take the electricity out of the water you're fine Wow. Um, and As then I don't know where she puts that, that live wire after that. She had to hang it up, I guess. <laughs> Apparently, no. they have no fuse boxes in this place either. <laughs> yeah, it, it just that would cause a short. Yeah. yeah. It just runs 240 in the shark. As soon as you do that, that, that would just cut off. Well, it electrocuted the shark, and then we see her fried research. So she had to sacrifice her research, and she doesn't even get it now. Because the shark has destroyed it. And my give a shit factor is at like an all-time low here because... Mm-hmm. Which, it's kind of interesting, though, that... she's like Vin Diesel on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, our party reunites, and they find out that Tom is dead. Mm-hmm. Which is very... They're very sad. And they get to this hatch. And he's like, look, we can't go any higher. We're going to have to swim out. It's only 60 feet we can make it. Which There's only one shark left. <laughs> two shar- sharks. One. Humans two, sharks seven. <laughs> or sharks eight. Just no, sharks going, eight. At yeah, this point, uh, sharks eight. Let's keep doing survive. more math. <laughs> I thought you liked math. Math facts. Yeah, but... Okay, the catch to this is they're going to... In order to swim out of the hatch, they have to equalize the pressure so they have to let the room fill up with water. So they have this great plan. They're going to take these life jackets and use send them up first to distract the sharks, and they're going to come up underneath. Because <laughs> you need a diversion. <laughs> yeah. The diversion that leads the sharks 
right to where they are. <laughs> <laughs> but now you know where the shark is. So but it better. actually kind of makes it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sure. sense if they weren't super genius sharks. Yeah. Like the sharks are gonna look at that and go, "That's just an air tank." Yeah, like no. But is that so a fire extinguisher? No. <laughs> so they. I want something with legs. So he starts filling up the room with water. Preacher says a prayer. No evil except for sharks. Because those are fucking scary. And the life jacket distraction works. And the shark goes for it. And we think we're all scot free. <laughs> oh, no, no. But hey, oh, hey. no. Preacher gets attacked. And that was very sad. Even though I know I've seen this, I know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, fuck. Oh, yeah. Never I mind. I didn't know what happened. I was like, like I totally forgot about this scene. Dead. I was like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought he lived. <laughs> but it's very sad because you think, oh, no, he managed to kill a shark and not get cooked in an oven, but now he's going to die. But, oh, no, no. Nay, nay. He's the baddest motherfucker alive. He grabs his cross and starts stabbing the shark, hits him in the eye. And the shark lets go. Like and the shark lets go. Hope you can do it one fucking eye. And Carter jumps in the water and pulls him out, and they manage to save him. So who's the baddest motherfucker here? LL Cool J. Who not only killed one shark, went mano to mano. What the fuck is mano to mano? So then they're all kind of just sitting Don't there the like, comeback. shit. This is, I can't believe this happened to us. He looked at him and said, I'm going to knock you out. Ugh. And they, so they bandage up. Are we boring you? No, I just had one. <laughs> Why do you have to do that stuff? Because now it's on the podcast. It's there forever. Well, you can hear the yawn in the podcast. Is you why can't I hear up. me yawn. Yawns are quiet. Uh-huh. You can't hear me yawn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Well, I'm not, thing. I don't have elephant yawns like you do. <laughs> I do. But so... <laughs> They bandage up LL Cool J, and he's kind of there, passed out, sort of. Well, if you got bit in the ass by a shark, you'd want to take a nap. I know, right? <laughs> and then, Time for um, some sleepies. <laughs> so he up on Sherry and Shark Bite. Yeah. <laughs> Carter and Doctor Evil look out, and they can see the fence and everything sinking. And Carter has a epiphany about the answer to the riddle: that what that the thing that makes an eight thousand pound mako. Ugh. That what an eight thousand pound Mako shark thinks about is the deep blue s- is about freedom about the mm-hmm. deep blue sea. So so now the name of the movie makes sense. Mm-hmm. It walks yes. out, and he says, "The fences underneath may be titanium, but the fences on top are just steel." And then suddenly, Doctor Evil re- says the smartest thing she said all day: "We have to kill her." Finally. And he actually says, that's the smartest thing you said all day. So then they concoct another convoluted plan involving (sighs) removing the, involving using flares for their gunpowder gunpowder and turning their harpoon gun into a stick of dynamite, which they will then spark or using a car battery. Using the positive side. That would probably work. But I've never did, tried that. What is Tony this a battery? The podcast, what is this battery <laughs> to? And why is it there? It's I mean, a car battery. I mean, they where the fuck is the car? <laughs> interesting th- thread. Interesting mm-hmm. thread there. Quick, well, don't pull on it. It will unravel. Coming up to my least favorite. And my hat is like a shark fin. <laughs> so, Most angry part of the movie. <laughs> so they go and they they got this plan, and he goes to make his shot, but he can't get her because she's underwater and too far away. Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Evil is like, I know what to do. We need bait. And she cuts her hand. Because they may be the world's smallest animals, but they're still, still animals. 
she say, come to mama. Come to mama. And jumps in the like water. Like you do. And the shark's like, that smells like mama. <laughs> and then Carter, in the most infuriating thing he does in this entire movie, does not shoot the fucking shark. Of course not. He's <laughs> I freaking was out. screaming at him. Shoot the goddamn shark. <laughs> no. This is, she did it so you would shoot the fucking shark. And he jumps in the goddamn water, and I went, I was like, "Well, oh, you the shark to die is now, coming all of you. for <laughs> the shark like, is fuck them all. <laughs> the shark is coming for, and this she's, is how Sharknado happens. She's yeah. like, oh shit! I didn't realize that the shark was gonna come right after me because she's well, like, she thought he was gonna shoot the shark. <laughs> I don't know. She instantly seems to change her mind and tries to get out of the water. But yeah, because it's a 45-foot <laughs> 45 45 Mako's coming at you. You're like, nah, bad. Here's decision. the thing. She goes to climb out of the water and pulls on the rung, and it falls out, which is funny because you think that the, the facility has sunk at this point. Mm. So the rung, this ladder rung that she was trying to climb up, there's got to be rungs underwater she could have put her feet on and used to jump to the next rung. Or at least the holes. Because at one point, this is the ladder to get up to the top of this tower. Yeah. So, it's very, very sketchy here. It's not like... Or just stick your hands in the holes. Stop pulling at that thread. But I'm getting out of the fucking water. But if he had feet. shot the shark like he should have, it wouldn't have mattered. Stop but pulling that's at that thread. Enough. <laughs> but he can't shoot the shark. But so, the shark... Well, I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy. But the shark gets her. Oh, yeah. And the shark just kind of rips her apart, which is great. Mm-hmm. And he was like... And very well deserved. Yeah. Really. And then the shark turns around and comes at Carter, and he's like, oh, fuck. But he does his special juke thing and grabs it by the dorsal fin. Whoa. <laughs> PG for the, you know, listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh... That doesn't mean penis? No. Oh, then never mind. I even wrote down Carter jumps in like a dumbass. Seriously, <laughs> I was so angry. But, so he's in the water riding on the shark... And then we get the climactic, dramatic music, because fucking Preacher, back from the dead. He wasn't dead, he got bit in the ass, he's fine. I know, but he, he kind of comes out, out of nowhere with the spear gun, and... Well, she's screaming, fucking, and it wakes him up. He channels his inner, inner Dennis Hopper, <coughs> and fucking shoots that motherfucker. Oh, a lot of makeshift weapons in our movies. <laughs> That's another threat. <laughs> no, 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 not only does he also, shoot the shark. a lot of great shots out yeah. of nowhere. He also shoots Thomas Jane. Because although he was channeling Dennis Hopper, he's not Dennis Hopper. So he did make that shot and get the shark, but he gets Carter. Which is my favorite line. And then Carter yells at him, You motherfucker! (laughs) No, he yells, Blow it, use the battery, because I guess LL Cool J was not conscious enough to see that there was a battery part. So then he looks around and he's like, Oh shit. It's at my feet. He grabs it and he has the end of the rope. And it's quickly uncoiling. But he looks, and he looks like he doesn't it. want to do it. Well, no, he doesn't want to do it because he knows that if he does it, then Carter's going to die. Because then he's all alone. Scary. He's going to be like, Tiffany, I think And we're Carter's alone like, blow now. it, blow it. And But Preacher doesn't want to do it, so he's very reluctant and waits till the last minute. And you don't see what happens. You don't see this on top of the water because the shark dives deep to go through the hole in the fence. And it finally gets through the hole, but Carter managed to grab on the fence 
and the harpoon was ripped out of his leg. So but that fucking hurt. Yeah. So we yeah. know that this happens, but Preacher doesn't know this happens. And Preacher presses the thing, and all of a sudden, the water's full of shark chum. Boom. Shalak lock boom. Done. All right, y'all. I wrote, and Tony didn't get falling kid parts in The Losers, but he does get falling shark parts. Nice. <laughs> in this movie. Nice reference. <laughs> and... Preacher's like, yes, I killed the shark, but oh no, Carter's dead. And then Carter comes up out of the water. And it's all... And here we go. Here's the line. Hit me with the line. So, they're sitting on a concrete slab. Hit him with the line. She gives an explanation. <laughs> Hit me with the line! And Preacher says, so this place is sinking, right? And Carter no. says... No, you missed Tony. No, give the line. Tony, what give line? me the line. He says, so, a 45-foot-long shark, and you hit me. Nice. <laughs> So, I love that line. <laughs> yeah, well, no biggie. I like the part where he's okay. So Carter pulls himself up on the slab, and he's still got his feet in the water. And preacher looks at him and says, "Are you sure it was just three sharks?" And uh, he and he's like, uh, and he goes, "Yeah." And uh, preacher's looking at him and goes, "Oh, okay." Give him this look, and Carter's. Slowly takes his feet out of the water, and preacher goes, "That's what I thought." And then the music starts, and you see the you get like some honking, and the boat comes up, and Carter says, "I quit this job," <laughs> and preacher says, "Take me back to the ghetto." Mm -hmm. And the last line of the movie is Carter saying, "Amen," and then the dramatic end of the movie music hits. Would you like to? Be yes. Here? All right. So I know that Tony wants to talk about we'll this. Get, how about we'll get to that? Do the other part, yes, yes, and then, then we'll get. We'll do that last. Yeah. No, this is, and then the yeah, song do, cuts no, in. My but, no, no. What do then, we all think? Oh, yeah. let's do the rest of the that. podcast stuff. All right. You know? Okay. Fine. I thought this was the time to talk about the movie. Um, no, okay. we're gonna talk about the movie tomorrow. Fine. So, so Carly, what do you think of the movie? Oh, 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 oh. No, here's the thing. I, like I said earlier, I had a problem with what we were watching. The stream kept getting interrupted. It skipped the entire time. You gotta stop watching To the breaks. point where Tony even said, they're letting you uh, recover from that last part and getting you ready for the next part. It skipped that much. It was ridiculous. I missed a lot. I think if I had if I had been watching a better copy that didn't do that, I think I would have liked it. Well, stop getting it from my guy at the barbershop. The shop. effects <laughs> were not so great, and I was very angry at some of the characters and their actions. And I also was confused about why is LL Cool J in a separate movie. But <laughs> <laughs> I really think if I had been watching a good copy that just flowed, and I could hear everything and understand everything, that I would have liked it. So. My favorite scene was when LL Cool J decides to make his legacy, and he uh, starts giving the recipe for the omelet. Yeah, it's probably also my favorite line. Okay. So. Favorite character? I uh, I don't know. The shark. Got it. <laughs> uh, least favorite character. Sure. The doctor chick. Doctor chick. Doctor I did not <laughs> like her at all. <laughs> That's probably about it. That's probably about it. What all else do we say. do? Favorite line. Do you have a favorite line? It was the omelet one. Okay. This is a mistake. <laughs> right, so yay, nay, or nay, He just looks so happy. So I'm going to have to give it a yay. Wow. <laughs> but it's, not, that. <laughs> it's not the most enthusiastic yay, but again, I think I would have liked it okay. more if our copy wow. had been better. Okay. So, John? I, I'm, I'm actually surprised by Carly's long negative review, and then be like, yeah, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's fucking terrible. Maybe just watch, watch it, it once, but... <laughs> um, 
so I, I I gotta say I haven't watched this movie in a few years. It's been spent some time since I've seen this, so I enjoyed watching it again, kind of, because like I said, the CGI and stuff doesn't stand up, and the premise of the movie, and the math, well not the math, the science, <laughs> doesn't fucking work. It didn't work then. No. And I noticed that you know maybe I don't know maybe I I just wasn't paying attention to time, but the characters are annoying. Like yeah. Thomas Jane does fall down a lot. I Michael Rappaport is a whiny little bitch. I think it's a, it's more of those. Those killer things where it's yeah. like if we make them a little annoying, then you don't mind them dying as much. Right. You, know? you kind of want them all to die. Yeah. Yeah. And Eric Selvig dies, and that's the only one that really broke my heart. Other yeah, he than that, good. you really don't care about anybody else. I'm not invested in any of these characters. But my favorite uh, character of all of them would be Thomas Jane because he's fucking badass. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene is also when he's like. So, some people use three eggs for an omelet. It's two. <laughs> and they use milk. This is a mistake. I'm like, yeah. I just didn't see it coming because this is starting, the time for that. He's starting the legacy all serious and right. somber. And then he's like a big smile. <laughs> and then it hits face. him. What's he going to do? My least <laughs> favorite character would be shark number two. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have to give this movie a no. I'm going to have to pass. No, it, doesn't, it doesn't stand up. It doesn't yeah, stand I used to like egg. this movie. But watching it again, you're like, wow. Like, at one point, I'm not going to lie, like, in the middle of the movie, I grabbed my iPad, and I was like, what's on Facebook? Aw, John High Fidelity did. Aw. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy the, the rewatch, so I'm going to give it a pass. That's a bummer. Nay. Tony? Um, let's see. My favorite character was uh, Muldoon, or uh, Aquamine, I mean, uh, <laughs> Carter Blake. He was awesome. Uh, least favorite character was Sa Satan, or, I mean, uh, what's her name? Susan? Susan. The doctor. Susan McAllister's yeah. Dr. Evil. Favorite scene was when she got eight. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite line was the, you got a 45-foot makeup and you hit me. Nice. Mm -hmm. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean, this movie, it's it's definitely trying to be Jurassic Park. And, uh, yeah, some of the the, <laughs> the graphics don't hold up and, and such like that. But, I don't know. I love this movie and I watch it. It's one of those movies that, if it's on, I'm not turning it off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Would I would I go out and watch it now? No, but I've seen it a million times. But if it's on TNT or some shit, I'll I'll finish it. Yeah. It's like a shark fan. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what part you're in. You're yeah. Gonna I'm gonna finish watching it. And maybe if it's in the very very beginning, I won't watch it. But if it's getting into the good shit, the killings and the and the flipping around and stuff, yeah, I'll watch. If Janice it. Soprano's already bit it. You'll watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, with me, it's it's a it's a, a high recommend. Oh, high recommend. Ooh, well, I'm just gonna say very quickly, my favorite line is when LL Cool J's in the oven and says, I'm like Daniel when he faced the line. <laughs> I just really like the, it's not exactly the line itself, but the way he delivered it is just great. My favorite shark attack is when he, they, the very first one, when Stellan Sarsgaard gets his arm eaten off. It is the best. <laughs> okay, wow. don't and, that. No, my favorite character is, of course, Thomas Jane. And my least favorite character is Dr. Evil. I wanted her to die the whole time, and I was so glad that she did. That, okay. that threw me the first time. I didn't yeah, expect I didn't her to die. I didn't expect she her to die either. You don't expect LL Cool J to make it, Yeah. but because he's off at his own little movie, and you don't expect her to die, but I don't know. I like this... I like this movie. We, we, so we picked it, so we assumed that. Three A's and one A. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We assumed that you liked it. You so, picked Tony, it, so. what Tony have you got for us? Well, no, no, just... I wanted to, I wanted to address something at the end of this movie. My one of my favorite parts of this movie, 
<laughs> is or, or any movie like this is you get you get somebody that has musical talent and uh, they want to do a song. You know, you get Will Smith. He does Men in Black or Wild Wild West. Wicked, wicked. Wild Wild exactly. West. Exactly. Stuff like that. Well, at the end of this movie, we get a that. song called Deepest Bluest by LL Cool J. If you've never listened to it, then after this is, podcast is over, immediately go to YouTube and listen to it. Make sure you do it with lyrics. <laughs> um, so here, here's a little taste of the lyrics. Bad pun. But here's a little taste of the lyrics if you haven't. Man-made terror, hungry jaws of death. Y'all be cross. Y'all don't cross my deaths. I'll pause your breaths. I'll cause you to sink down forty thousand leagues, bleeding to death with no arms and short sleeves. <laughs> they switch my DNA, trip me into LL Cool to Cool J. I'm born to kill prey, cause that's how sharks play. So what I'm getting at is yes, my hat is like a shark's fin. You, you hear this right? James Todd Smith, L, a.k.a. L.O. Cool J, was asked to write a rap song for this movie, and he said, sure, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it from the point of view of the genetically enhanced smart shark. The smart shark. <laughs> so, all through the song, he has this chorus, deepest, bluest, my head is like a shark fin, and then he repeats it like you do choruses. Now, the first time you hear it, he says it five times. You're like, damn, he really likes this chorus. <laughs> and then the second time he repeats it, he goes eight times, and you're like, damn, he really likes this chorus. He repeats it again eight times, and you're like, dude. I get it. Like, holy shit. <laughs> so I'm like, holy shit, holy shizzle, he loves this this chorus. And at the end, Tony <laughs> goes, all right, come on, hit me with it another eight times. He hits, he's hit me with it another eight times, and no, 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 not, not LL. He hits you with it. 12 times <laughs> on the way out. So bravo, bravo. You get 33, my hat is like a shark fin. It really just makes me wish there was a video of him wearing a little shark fin. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. All right. So, two, or no, sorry, I'm messing it up. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Like us, follow us, love us, comment, everything. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Twitter at Unmovie Podcast, on Instagram at uh, Unmovie Podcast Dogs, and listen up next week when John takes us through. You know, I was going to say we're going to do Ford Fairlane, <laughs> but I've caught an audible, an audible, words are hard, and I'm going to do... Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. So, much like our newest, greatest, biggest fan, Darkfire Ann, who loved us for who loved your last movie, Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Don't miss this, Ann. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Darkfire Ann, thank you. (laughs) I love you, and I look for. I hope you listen to the next episode. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man is going to be great. Anybody else got anything else? No, Tony, take us home. Tony, take us home this time.